welcome to Plausible Foolishness, the home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash Plausible Foolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, Rumble, anywhere you can get a podcast, Instagram, and minds.com. We are the two kings of the Rube Empire. I'm the Philosopher King, the Mad Scientist Mad, the Ivory Tower, and I've got a perspective on things. Take it, Ray. Ladies and gentlemen, happy um, February 17th. It is Breakfast Club birthday, one of my favorite 80s movies of all times, The Breakfast Clubs. Uh, so uh, in honor of The Breakfast Club, I will just uh, quote one of my favorite lines from there eat my shorts and thank you so much for coming in i am the strong one the people's champ the people's choice the man with the power the man of the hour and ladies and gentlemen it might be a little bit of uh miller time so i'm excited i'm ready to rock today with this show i'm ready to kick some butt and uh apologies for not being in yesterday you know i just kingly duties you know kingly duties but the good news is we're on twitch.tv slash possible foolishness the absolute best conservative talk show on the planet and uh you know we're expanding uh, faster than the universe. I will have to say I, I am missing. I don't know. Should I even mention his name? Yeah. Dusty. I miss him. Yeah, he's a good producer. Yeah, cool, sweet. Yeah, he looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi. whoop de doo We get it. You got a TV show coming on Disney Plus. Sweet. Okay. But we miss you, man. You're awesome. Matt, how you doing, brother, bro? Uh, doing good. Um, you know, living life, trying not to get uh, depressed about the state of things. Depressed? Oh, well, yeah. It's not good. It's okay. not good, my friend. It's not good. What are you talking about? It, the gas prices are double they were last year. That's a good thing, right? No, that's that's bad. Okay. Food prices Inflation also way up, up like crazy. Yeah, I mean, um, the average American household pays two hundred and forty bucks more per month for groceries. That's a good thing, right? No, no, it's not. Listen, my Lord and Savior Bernie Sanders says it's a good thing. Good thing, yeah. You pay your fair share. It's a good thing. Red lines are a good thing. <laughs> uh, I mean, what a dumbass. There's uh, the border hit a record um, a record for entry last month. A record. Yep. In Texas. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's in Texas where they where the border is porous. Yeah. Wonder why. 100%. Couldn't be because they want, you know, Texas to turn blue. That might be it, actually. Um Video of one of the cartels that Biden's actually working with, which that's a fact. You can look that up. They're actually working with cartels in Mexico. Um, talking about drug cartels? Yeah. But drugs are illegal, and we're, we're waging a war on drugs. Yeah, but not really. I mean, Reagan kind of was, you know, running drugs himself. You know what I mean? And, you know, Obama was all about that fast and furious. So, I mean, you know, it, don't want to bring that up, but 
hmm. That's weird. But we're coordinating with drug cartels the co- at, at the border because Biden, quote, does not want to have a bad look. And that's literally in documentation that, you know, if you bring kids over, don't, you know, throw them over the wall, just bring them to us, we'll take care of them. Because it's kind of a bad look seeing a little child get dropped from a wall. Okay. And there's a okay. video of that. Now, you wouldn't be implying that, I don't know, the drug cartels have some kind of influence over our politics. Oh, they do. They, they do. But that doesn't make yeah. any sense. Why would an evil criminal organization want to invest money and, and resources into politicians? Mm-hmm. Because they'll keep a porous border. They won't really prosecute anybody because they're service-backed DAs. And they'll make copious amounts of money. And if you actually legalize drugs, it'll kill their business. You know, have you ever seen Trailer Park Boys legalize it? Like when the Trailer Park Boys were pissed that the Canadian government legalized pot and it ruined their business. Because <laughs> now the government's selling weed. You know? Huh. That's kind of crazy. Fun fact, uh, there's video of uh, parts of that cartel um, eating the flesh of uh, other human beings at the border. Oh. I just oh, nice. got that from my... My buddy Melissa just sent me that about an hour ago, and I was like, wait, what? Film of a man eating another man's heart. Well, that's, how you, that's how you uh, take in their power and their strength. I mean, that's straight out of the Mayans and the Incas. Incas. I mean, uh, the Aztecs. Things haven't changed. Yeah. If you want to get stronger, you need to eat people. You need to uh, defeat your enemies and then eat their hearts so that you get str- that you take in their strength. Amen. That's just science. It's just the science. Okay. Hey. Luciferian's got a Luciferian, you know what I mean? So do yeah. you, boo-boo. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you, you know, the border's completely wide open. Um, let's see. Mm, things are great with China. You know, they still are enslaving um, Uyghur Muslims. The funny part, though, is no one's watching the Olympics uh, at all. They're, they're actually calling this the uh, modern-day Nazi uh, Olympics, which is hilarious because you remember in – 19, I think 34, when Jesse Owens went over and um, laid the smacketh down on the their Rudy Pooh candy asses over there in uh, Berlin, um, destroying the idea of the Aryan race and ushering in the dominance of black athletes for a long, long time, even though you mm-hmm. know they're oppressed and everything's horrible and racist here in America. But oh, sure. uh, yeah, that's basically what's happening now because. Yeah, it just it's it's kind of bad over there at the Olympics, and uh, I don't want to talk too much about it because I've got an athlete over there that I'm pretty good friends with, so I won't go that far yet until he's back, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I know how they are over there. But uh, there's an app over there that every athlete has to use. Hmm. They have to use it. They can't not use it, and it's the app that gives them access to the internet. And wouldn't you, wouldn't you know? There's a list of 10,000 words that they're not allowed to use uh, at all. And um, they're also instructed not to make the Chinese government look bad in any way whatsoever while they're over there. Or else what? (laughs) Or else what? 
Uh, well, you might get put in a, uh, you might magically test positive for COVID and go into a COVID house, which there's, they're like, the house is like flooded. Um, so it's like, it's like a, a hellhole. Um, it's like a bad scene of like Mission Impossible interrogation room. And you just wait there until they decide to let you out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, did I just say that? Chinese overload, sorry. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's literally what's going on over there right now. Oh, yeah, and then um, Westerners are not getting fed, which we talked about on the show a little bit as well, but there's more and more proof of that being shown. Like, they get, like, chicken skin. Not even a chicken. They get, like, the skin of a chicken. <laughs> it's like, what? Um, like, one slice of a potato. Uh, and their excuse is, well, we're not good at Western food, so... <laughs> But yeah, you know, uh, go Olympics. Some fried rice. So, uh, viewership is down fifty five percent of this Olympics Good. over the last Olympics, which was down before. So Good. this this is the worst Winter Olympics for viewing of all time. Good, awesome. But I hey. hope that teaches the IOC something. Don't put the Olympics in China. You would think they'd get that lesson, you know, especially after. The guy who actually got the bid for the Beijing Olympics was accused by their own athletes, one of their tennis players, for sexual assault. But, I don't mean you know, Uyghur Muslims. He got the Olympics to go to Beijing. Yeah. He's a, he's a hero. Yeah. Uh, the other fun fact about the Olympics, uh, one of the long-distance ski events, uh, the Uyghur Muslim, there was a Uyghur Muslim competing in that. Mm-hmm. He got 46th place. And um, they, the media wanted to interview him. I, I, I wouldn't know why they would want to interview a Uyghur Muslim competing in China, mm-hmm. uh, you know. But uh, the Chinese government said that he was too tired after his event to talk to them, even after the media had wait, waited three hours for him to uh, come out and talk. He's too tired. And he disappeared. Too, uh, <laughs> I don't know. What's the word? Uh shackled <laughs> to uh carted away uh back to the concentration camp yeah uh, chat says too dead for not winning to uh yeah to talk to you yeah just a bit dead but yeah that's the uh that's what's going on there which is fun uh, which, you know, it's a good look for America that we allowed in center athletes into that situation, which is always good. Uh, let's see. Crime. I know no one's talking about it in the media, but it's way up. It's like way up uh, yeah. all over the country. Strange. But, I mean, it's not a crime if it's if it's legal now. Like, sure, Touché. there's a ton of theft going on, but as long as they're not stealing over $900 it doesn't matter that's not that's not a crime anymore so yeah. it's cool it's cool <laughs> and i don't want to hear about your morals about it being morally wrong to steal that's for you yeah. not for me okay that's your that's your Rules. white privilege to have morals <laughs> okay yeah yeah but yeah hey you know a lot of great things are happening right now. I, I just, it's just been an amazing thing. And sure. and it's gotten me to um, just reflect on a few things, um, especially in light of 
things happening in America. Uh, I don't know if you saw this or not, but uh, Hillary Clinton's back in the news. Did you guys talk about that yet? Um, pro- a little bit. Maybe we yeah. mentioned it, but no, you know. Did you talk about it? No, not really. It. it I, I mean, it's like it. It's not shock. It's not shocking news. Duh, we already no, knew we, that. Yeah. And then, and then at the same time, it's weird that they're talking about it now. Well, that. Uh, well, I mean, Dur- the Durham it's report released it, so that's like a positive thing. But then three. Nothing's gonna happen from that. Well, no, not at all. Uh, Hillary's not going to get in trouble for actually spying on Donald Trump, like Donald Trump said, which I believe this is where the Donald Packing into the Trump... White House. Say it again? Packing into the White House computers. Yeah. Imagine you're the duly elected sitting president of the United States, and uh, you're being spied on. It's not a good look. It's probably a bad look, right? You it's think? a bad look for all of America. That this is yeah. allowed to happen and should be untouched. Yeah, so long story short, remember when Trump said, hey, the, the most shocking thing that happened to me was that they spied on me in my presidency. And CBS, the old, you know, 60 Minutes lady's like, oh, that's not true. That's not verified. I made a video. I don't know if you saw that video. I posted it online. Uh, it got a few views. Uh, long story short, uh, she looks really stupid because they actually did know back then. It was public record, but for some reason they were really slow on the draw to release it. But they did release it when all that press started happening that Hillary was thinking of running again. Magically, that was perfect timing uh, for the Durham report to come out. Like, oh, she's thinking about running again? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> this should stop you. So, uh, yeah, nothing's going to happen. I mean, Hillary's going to whatever. But the reason why I bring this up, ladies and gentlemen, because 90% of you aren't going to believe it anyways, but here's why I bring this up. How many times do people have to be wrong before you stop believing them? Like, think about that. I looked at something the other day, Matt. Do you remember back in 2020 how many Americans were supposed to die from COVID? Yeah, it was like 200 million. Supposed to be 2.2 million Americans were supposed to die. It's 200 million worldwide, I think they said. Yes, yes. 200 million worldwide. And 2.2 million were supposed to die from Rona in America that first year. Mm-hmm. it's been two years you two slow the curve down in 15 days we still haven't hit that number even with the fudged numbers but now they've recanted a lot of those numbers so the numbers even more is, is even more small than what they lied about in the first place to gin up the um, fear of the uh, COVIDs if that makes sense mm-hmm. which is ironic now because Early on, we said that. The mainstream said that we were conspiracy theorists, misinformed, this is going to kill us all. A year after the 15 days to slow the curve, 
we were still right. Two years after the 15 days of slow to curve, we're still right <laughs> about this. And, over and over, um, and over again. we predicted them. Go ahead. No, I'm saying over and over and over again, we're conspiracy theorists and then we're right. <laughs> you know, every conspiracy theory, you know, lasts about six months until it's true. Um, so here's the thing. Instead of saying, hey, you know what? We did some overblown hysteria. We were a little bit crazy. Um, you know, let's just get back to normal. Let's just let's just get back to normal. We got uh, Fidel Castro's son trying to lock down Canada right now. We've got Australia and New Zealand still freaking out, and they have the lowest death rate in the world, both of those countries, when it comes to COVIDs. Um and they're still trying to lock people down. Now they're rioting and all that fun stuff like that, but you'll never hear that here. They won't show that here because they don't want to give you any ideas. They're already pissed off at Canada. Those gentle, hockey-loving, Sasquatch-hugging, maple syrup-drinking, super nice people that speak French as well are just parking their cars and honking their horns, and it's really, really pissing them off. Um, they don't want to give you any ideas, but it's harder, it's harder to hide Canada because it's right there, you know? Um, they're wrong in fact uh, you guys saw we, we talked about how John Hopkins talked about how it was a mitigated disaster for masks, for mandates, for restrictions it did nothing for it lockdown. literally did nothing Yeah, John Hopkins kind well, of a credible there. hospital yeah. isn't that where the presidents go when they're sick is John Hopkins, John Hopkins well, that's, that's where they go Reed. They go to the Walter Reed, uh, okay, yeah, uh, military hospital. My bad, my bad, brothers. But it's it's up there. It's up there, right? Yeah, but that's. Um, a, I mean, Johns Hopkins is that quack of an institution that uh, that trained Ben Carson, and we all know that he was a, you know, uh, an Uncle Tom. It's true, and a, and a lunatic who supported Donald Trump and didn't know anything you know about what? housing. You know, he had the audacity to separate two Siamese twins. Yeah, kids he said that they wanted Reds. to be separated. Yeah. You know? What an ableist. What an ableist. <laughs> but, anyways, um, yeah. So they, they said it's a complete disaster. And it was stupid. And we talked about this, what, a month ago, that we knew that once the, once the polling starts going negative on COVID, once the libs start looking around and they're like, wait a minute, I'm double jabbed and triple jabbed and, you know, I got my anal probe and everything and I still got COVID. They'd be pissed because they're like, wait a minute, uh, we, we just shamed our fellow man. We separated from our families and you told us that this jab would save me and it didn't. I still got sick. So wait a minute. Hey, but, did, the, did the experts lie to me? Hey, but, but Joy Behar is going to listen to the little voice in her head that tells her to continue to wear a mask despite the CDC easing mandates. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, it's yeah. their MAGA hat, so I get it. Now, yeah, here's exactly. the thing. Here's the thing. Now that the, the normies have finally woken up and the fear porn has dissipated and they can't really make any money off of it, they're all quietly walking away from it now, right? Sure. You got the head of the CDC... Year. Go ahead. It's an election year, so that makes sense. 
election year, which we talked about on the show, that it, election year, watch magically, COVID's going to be. Because we're, listen, I'm going to tell the bold prediction. Guess what March 1st is going to be? <laughs> Call me a prognosticator. Here we go. Literally, when Biden gets in front and he reads from his teleprompter, you know, after they, you know, his, uh, his living nurse, I mean, wife helps him up to the podium and he, uh, uh, corn pop. And, uh, where am I reading? Uh, we have had victory over COVID. Like he's gonna read that. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna be a botch. It'll be hilarious. They'll get trolled, um, and everybody's gonna look around and be like, "Wait a minute, nothing changed. You didn't do anything. There's no breakthrough. There was no policy that you made that saved the country. You just gave up on it because it was just like the flu and the cold, like we said at the beginning." Now, the normies are even are – actually, I, I actually am going to give the normies the benefit of the doubt, and I think they're smart enough to kind of see through this. Biden's officially going to drop the hammer. You're already seeing it. The most woke company on the in the world, Disney, just dropped its mask indoor uh, policy, even here in Florida, even though nowhere in Florida are you – nowhere in Florida do you are you supposed to wear a mask except for inside of a building at Disney. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Nowhere in the great state of Florida requires a mask think about this disney for some reason still did but that's because they're owned by people from los angeles and hollywood so they finally gave up on it and they're moving their headquarters to the lake nona area here in central florida so so that's awesome great awesome can't wait for that not only is traffic horrible going down uh you know traveling through lake nona it's just gonna get worse and they're bringing all these retards to uh to to the area, so you'll have Woo-hoo! no shot of getting. You will have zero shot of getting going, get getting here, at all. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I'm sorry, bro. I that just hurt my heart when you said Lake Nona. I'm like, oh, that ain't between us. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. When when does that happen? I mean, they announced it last year. I don't know okay. exactly when it's supposed to go into place, but. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, sorry about that. Uh, condolences. Cheers to you, my friend. Um, but um, uh, no, but like magically everything's being lifted. Even, you know, the wokey woke states are giving up on this to the point where, you know, a day late and a dollar short governor Abbott of Texas finally suing the CDC saying like, yo, why are we wearing masks on the plane? Why are we doing this? Why? You've got kids rejoicing in Nevada because they don't have to wear that stupid mask anymore. They have abandoned ship on all fronts because guess what? It's an election year. And if we keep doing the mask thing, people will vote them out, which it's the damage is already done. They're already going to get voted out. There is a reckoning about to happen because when you're wrong, there's punishments for being this wrong all the time. Now, to my point. Side note, side note, uh, real quick. Uh, If you live in Texas... Vote for Chad Prather to be the next governor. Just do it. The dude's going to be great. Yeah. Uh, Better than Abbott. Abbott. Abbott is crap. Beto is worse crap. Chad Prather's going <laughs> to kill it and be entertaining as hell. <laughs> Sorry, in, here's another side. Did between. you see that Beto O'Rourke has magically flipped his gun stance? Yeah. It went from, yes. hell yeah, we're going to take your guns and AR-15s to, no. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, I'm we're going to talk about to... guns later. 
Okay, good. We'll save that yeah, for later. We're gonna but... talk about lots of stuff. Uh, yeah, so we got people. We got people flipping. Yeah. You're going to see Biden flip on the mask on March 1st because you know he stays in the basement until he absolutely has to come out. Um, you saw the CDC director. I don't know if you saw this, but they're easing off the masks because there's a high level of myocarditis with uh, kids. Hospitals of the are masks. creating, huh? Because of the masks, not the vaccines. We, y- yeah, well, it's the mask. Well, we well they just don't want to deal with the masks. They might bring them back later, but the, it just gets in the way of the hospital staff. So we're gonna get rid of it for now to deal with this problem. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's we're gonna get pivot. rid of it that's for her. oh, say uh, somewhere around ten months, maybe nine. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that should about do it. Yeah. It's uh, so they're going to pivot away from it, hoping that, you know, the Democrats win and they're not. Uh, and then that, that will quietly go down the memory hole. But what's funny is two things. One, if the masks were working so well, why would you get rid of them now? If, if they're doing what they're supposed to do, why would you get rid of them now, CDC? Weird. And then they're talking about pediatric myo- myocarditis wards in hospitals. Hmm. Wonder why? Like, there's like a new gen- apparently this generation of kids like just their hearts suck all of a sudden. I don't know what changed. Yeah, I, you know. I mean, I remember something about uh, you know twelve and under being allowed to get, you know take something or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, and and their children, their parents worship Moloch, so they will sacrifice them to uh, better science, you know. Yeah, to the science, to the science, yeah. because the science never changes. Don't question the science until it's an election year. Now, here's the thing, which is crazy. Now the kids are getting myocarditis just randomly, which is weird. Now we're pivoting. Okay, we're pivoting now. Let's see, uh, Ilan Omar. Good old Ilan Omar. Are you ready for this? You ready to crap your pants? Did you hear about this today? No, I did not. She's supporting the on truckers. Other things. Say that again? She's supporting the truckers in Canada. Saying, this isn't right. Now, in her principles of being a massive leftist, she should have been applauding this from jump, right? Because this is the yeah, workers taking yes. back power of what's happening, correct? Yeah, except they've if, already got if their you're people a commie, in power. Huh? So now, if you're a commie, that's an exciting proposition. If you're a commie, you should be all about the truckers parking and honking up in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. But should be. Is it an election? Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Is it an election year? It is. Is Minnesota close to the Canadian border? It is. Is it weird because like the approval rating of the trucker protest is like 95% in <laughs> North America? Oh, specifically yeah. in America, it's like approved by everybody. Almost everybody approves of this. Yeah. So, you know, Ilhan just do one of these. Feeling for that wind where it's coming from, where the wind's blowing? Oh, yeah, for sure. Election year. 
they're because here's the deal: they are playing on the fact that Americans are stupid. And nine times out of ten, I I I would jump on that bandwagon too because I do agree that Americans are stupid. We are very dumb. We have a very myopic, short short sighted, short memory memory hole reality. We forget about things real fast. You know, we forget about you know Hunter Biden. You know, because that. That was a complete conspiracy theory until it wasn't. That we forgot about Russian collusion for three years, which ended up being a complete hoax. And now we're realizing the people that perpetrated it spied on a sitting president, which was proven two years ago and everybody ignored it. But now it's kind of irrefutable because the person that they don't want to run is going to run again. Uh, we forgot about Ukraine Gate. You remember Ukraine Gate? I haven't forgotten. That was the, that was the original reason for impeachment. Remember that? I thought that was the second reason for oh was it was that number two yeah i don't know what was the first one i can't remember yeah see that's my point we forgot there were two impeachments i knew there were and they tried for there were two yeah you know we forget we forget that they called kavanaugh a sex predator and he was hunting down a woman that couldn't quite remember him or when or when it happened or where it happened or how it happened or if it happened We, we forgot about that yeah, and uh, you know, the dweeb had a journal that detailed his, you know, his comings and every goings day. every day for that high school, you know, through high school. But no, nah, no, nah, he totally did it. Yeah, he's 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 definitely a scumbag, and you, you should know... be ashamed of yourselves for supporting him. You're you're evil and you're misogynist and you're bigots probably too. Now, yeah, side note, so... you know you're in the elite. Um... Uh, power structure when you have the wherewithal as a teenager to mark every single day that you've lived in a yeah. journal in some form or fashion because you know these godless luciferians will use anything they can to destroy you at any point mm-hmm. think about that yeah anyway uh do you remember when it was going to be world war three under donald trump do you remember that oh yeah i remember how many wars did he start again zero Remember when he was supposed to crash the economy and destroy it? Yeah, I remember that. And like everything was amazing until they all lost their mind for COVID. Yeah, I remember yeah. that too. Uh, remember, uh, let's see, what else did they lie about? Oh, they told me that Florida would be underwater by now. Inconvenient truth. Still will be. It's going to Still happen. will be. Yeah. Okay, just the timeline just, just moved. Uh, yeah, again. Again and again. And again, 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 there's a pattern. What I'm getting at is there, there's a pattern. They keep telling us stuff and it doesn't happen. Here's your weekly one. They told us that on Wednesday, Russia was going to attack Ukraine. Their intelligence, their intelligence told them Russia was going to attack Ukraine. And remember, I don't know if we talked about on the show, but the reporter that pushed back on that, that, uh, Last week, they're like, wait a minute, like, why, why do you think that they're going to use a deep fake video to justify whatever? And they're like, well, because, because we told you, well, because, because we told you. And the recruit and the reporter's like, wait a minute, you told me about WMDs and that never happened. You told me about, uh, you know, that there would never be an invasion of Cabal and then magically it fell, you know, overnight and people were falling from planes. So no offense, I, I, I'm going to need to see more than that to believe what you're saying. And the rebuttal to that a day later was, well, we have, if you're an American in Ukraine, you need to leave in the next 48 hours because Wednesday there's an imminent attack coming. And I waited all day and I kept looking at my phone all day yesterday, Matty Matt. 
And it never came. Hmm. Whoa. That's weird. Now, we were on the show last week, and we talked about the Russian situation, right? I was the only one that said it's never going to happen. It won't happen. Russia will not attack Ukraine. It's not going to happen. Now, you bet after the Olympics, so you've got three days to make that happen. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. It What'd can't start for three days. Okay. I've got the rest of time after the Olympics <laughs> to be <Yes>. right. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, okay. But here's the thing. All I'm saying is, it's not going to happen. Okay, but now, what say you... What did it say you about the reporting of the uh, of their you know their unlimited alliance that they established on the first day of the Olympics the, between China and Russia in towards the efforts of expanding their territories into the Ukraine and Taiwan? Um, I don't think that Vladimir Putin shouldn't trust China at all. At all, I don't think I China either. is as. And here's the other thing: I don't think China is as strong. As we feared. Um, I think that, how do I say this nicely? And I, and I could be wrong about this. Could be wrong. Mm -hmm. Trust me, I could be wrong. Yeah. America is not even in <laughs> the prophecy of Revelation. There's no mention of America. Okay. So sure. I'm not saying America is going to be great forever. I, I really don't think so. I think within 20 years, we're going to be the divided states of embarrassment and it's going to be the South. Or the, the old adage, the South will rise again. You know, all those hillbilly Confederates used to say that all the time, right? South, mm -hmm. the South will rise again. They're going to look like freaking geniuses because the South will rise again. It just, they won't hate black people this time. Um, <laughs> so mm -hmm. I, I think that's eventually going to happen. I think in our lifetime, it's going to be the divided States of America. It won't be the United States of America. If, it, if things keep going this direction, if wokeism persists, which I think it's dying a slow death, but you know, it is what it is. It's wokeism is like racism. They'll never let it die. But what I'm getting at is yeah, I don't think China dying. is as big of a threat as they're giving off. Uh, they want to be like China. Well, yeah. yeah. But go ahead. They definitely are. They definitely project themselves to be bigger than they are, but yes. they're also extremely patient. Yes. But they're also working with a flawed system. Yes. But they're also, so, the entire populace is indoctrinated. Like, they don't even understand mm -hmm. the concept of freedom. Yes. So, but when, when they start starving, it's going to change. Because sure. that's, that's a billion people you got to keep under your thumb that are hungry and pissed. Because like, yeah. they're getting away with the North Korea. Go ahead. Go to your, go to your point. Well, no, no. Uh, I mean, yeah, J J JBN says, so does North Korea. Yeah, you know, uh, I mean, all true things. And North Korea is, you know, nothing. Yes, but, um, you know, except for their nuclear capabilities. Um, but uh, yeah, China's China's economy is an illusion. Yes, there's no it's doubt about that. But taking Taiwan in would yes. prop them up yep. further. In so Hong they've Kong. got high Hong Kong. Yep. And, you know, over the past two years, they've cemented their control over it um, post the, uh, the the protest that magically disappeared as soon as COVID hit or, you know, were a big problem and then magically COVID hit. Let's put it that way. 
Um, that was a Matt Whaley prediction, by the way. I will always tell people about that. You were you were dead on with that one from the jump. That was two years ago, by the way. We're still, yeah. we're still right. But yeah, keep going. Yeah. Um. And and they they want Taiwan so bad. So because sure. they need something, they need another economic engine to prop up their garbage communism. Yes. Um, I mean, and, and, you know, what are we going to do to stop them? I, I no, honestly don't know why they haven't just taken it. Who the hell is going to stop them? Nobody. Nobody wants to get into that mess. Nobody wants to get in that mess. I don't. How do I say this? I don't think that they actually have the power. Hmm. I think that this is a big. I think looks like Tarzan plays like Jane. Like, this is literally, the, the more I keep hearing about China, okay, the more I see, it's like the last scene of Blazing Saddles, okay? Like, the, the marauders storm into the town, and the town, it's like, it's a fake, oh, it's a trap, oh, crap, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> literally, like, because North Korea, think about it, North Korea does it now. They have all these huge buildings right on the border that aren't inhabited, there's no electricity there, and... It's interesting that no one can go anywhere in Beijing. Can't go anywhere. You only yeah. you could only stay right there in the Olympic space. Like when me and Charity went to Brazil, we could go anywhere in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Go anywhere we wanted to. You know? Yeah. I think my wife would have preferred to stay out of the favelas, but you know, my idiot stupid stupidity didn't do any research and said, there's a cheap hotel here. So uh, you know, it is what it is. But like Brazil was fabulous. It was a beautiful country. It was unbelievable. People were nice. Really liked it. You got a great um, president right now. Bolsonaro. Yeah. yeah. They they dig that freedom thing, you know. It's a mm-hmm. very multicultural country, you know. It's uh weird. You know, they they, they like Americans, you know. They they dug us. Bro, like, oh, it's the happening guy. The, the, the wealthy you know? the only problem is that there's a big uh, division between the poor and the and the wealthy. Yes. Like, they don't have much but of that, a middle class. The wealthy ones come to America like crazy, and they spend bank. Yes, because of the uh, living here. the the tax laws. You know the the mm-hmm. what is it the um the tariffs and whatnot. And so Brazilians are always like here legally. They always end up getting legal citizenship here because they can afford it. You know what I mean? They come here, yeah, yeah. and they're just like, hey, yeah, no problem. I'll pay for it. Yeah, but back um, to China, I think it's a huge smokescreen. And I think it's the, here's the thing from the Chinese standpoint, they need to be propped up so that nobody messes with them ever. That's why I'm, I don't think Putin gives a rat's butt about them. I think if Putin really wanted to, he could put some serious damage on them. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's like when China, when, when Trump was in power, China was like, <laughs> they've been over every second for, for Trump. They really did. Now they proxied yeah. him in other ways. Yeah. You know, they, they were part of COVID. They were part of whatever. But yeah. they had to get rid of that threat because they, 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 knew... would, they would talk a bunch of smack too. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, we would get the deal. Yeah, yeah it, it's it, exactly, and and that's what a big bully. It's like the really big kid that never really, really worked out, and you finally punch him in the mouth, and he's like, "Oh, mom." It, it, that's what it is to me with China. You know, you know, and you know what's sad. What's up? Like, all we really have to do start making things here yes just start making but, the things that we buy from china here and suddenly china just disappears 
but this goes to my last point. Crumbles under its own weight. We prop up China for multiple reasons. One, we prop up China because they give us cheap crap. We want Mm -hmm. that cheap crap, and we're okay with them using slaves to do it. The second reason we prop up China is we need a boogeyman. Because remember, we had all those terrorizers as our boogeyman. Remember that? Yeah. We had terrorizers for a long time, and they're going to come kill us all, blah, 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 blah. And then the orange man showed up. He's like, yeah, okay, let's, uh, let's, uh, you know, they're bad. Let's uh, go kill them all. And he started bombing them like the first day he was there. And ISIS was gone real fast when, when orange man was there, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then you need another boogeyman. You need Russia and you need China as your boogeyman. China's, you know, Russia's legit. They're a legit boogeyman. They, they pose a threat. Sure. But you need China to be a bad guy. But here's the other thing, too, is when they say China is such a bad guy, why are they doing business with them? If China is such a big baddie, exactly. oh, they're, they're a threat. Like, we, we got we to gotta watch out for China. Why do you keep buying their crap? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're, well, the question How is many... where can you get what you want or need without buying something from China? Yeah. You know? Thanks, Nixon. Thanks, Clinton. But yeah, I mean, yeah. that's literally we prop them up. I mean, the, the, the other alternative up. is Taiwan. And, yep. uh, you know, so, you know, I'll buy something from Taiwan. Or Taiwan and Singapore, you know. But we have other options, too. The difference, though, is we could go, we could do all of our operation through India. We could do everything they do in China and India. The problem is, no one believes India could ever hurt you. So I can't keep the military industrial complex you know rock solid if you know what i mean uh i can't keep them rocking without a big bad to fight india is not going to be that person okay mm. uh we could run operations through vietnam but we got a big black eye from those guys so we don't want to deal with that you know what i mean there's other places specifically in asia that we can do our commerce through now to your point we should just make things here but but that might cost more money <laughs> Oh yeah, you know it'll, I mean? it'll be more expensive because sure. we'll need because our dollar's worthless. Um, but yeah. uh, um, and it's funded by China, that yeah. isn't real either. Yeah, they own our debts and they don't have anything. It's not real. Yeah, it's a it's a gigantic mess. It's a gigantic it's... mess, and it's on purpose, which is what yes. we're, I'm going to talk about now. Okay, so <clears throat> um, yesterday we talked. Very briefly on a concept called ESG. I mentioned it to you at church very mm-hmm. briefly. And um, uh, if you look into it even remotely, it's straight out of the World Economic Forum and our friends at Davos with the Great Reset. This is all the Great Reset. Oh, is it, so, is like, it all those. Yeah, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Oh, Klaus, sorry. Klaus. Klaus Schwab. You know, a uh, Bond villain extraordinaire. Um, so we talked yesterday about the finance minister basically turning um, people who donate to Give, Send, Go into um, supporters of terrorism. That's Great Reset. That's, that's their effort to, to do a runaround on the banks and, and, uh, and, and really on, on platforms through which you support people that they don't want you to support. You know, sure. Cryptocurrency, give, send, go, etc. GoFundMe's fine because they fall in line like little bitches anyway. So, um, but uh, uh, 
you know, gives and goes a problem, and cryptocurrency is a problem because these truckers need to like die in the streets from cold and 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 not having food because they're evil oh. terrorists who are parked and honking horns and and basically having a party um, hey. in protest of uh, you know Justin or uh, Let's Go Brando. Um, <laughs> Did you see? Did you see your boy today? Did you see Fidel Castro Jr. today? No. He gets called out by the conservative branch of the Canadian government today in Parliament. Uh, yeah, I saw a little bit, but I didn't get to listen to it because I was doing something. A tiny Jewish lesbian lady who is yeah, I saw her. calls him out on all this, mm -hmm. and he replies, "Well, the conservative party stands with swastika flag people, and they're all standing there like." We sent the Jew lesbian to tell you this. <laughs> she's the one. She's the one telling you that they're they're not terrorists. And your rebuttal to a Jew is, you stand for Nazis. Yeah. How? Nice move, Fidel Castro Jr. Nice move. <laughs> hey man, I listen. can't laugh at that man. It enrages me <laughs> that he gets away with that crap and it's the same well, stuff that happens here and it's going to continue so so what is esg it's a it's a it's a um it's a it's a new series of metrics for how investments should how, how to rate a business right um, for investing and so on and so forth. And ESG stands for environmental, social, and government. So environmental, climate change. Social, social justice. Governance is also social justice, but like, you know, uh, probably the, 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 the makeup of your uh, hierarchy, of your structure, you know, in terms of race. Um, oh, is this like the Chinese credit score? Bingo, bingo. Basically, oh. it's this is the social credit score starting with businesses first. Why? Because we're a consumer culture. So if the businesses do it, we'll just fall in line because we need their products. Cause that's all we do is consume. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with, with, um, with profits, you know, with the things that traditionally make up a healthy business. Right. So, um, it's basically, it's a new thing called stakeholder capitalism. And that's why I titled the episode, what is stakeholder capitalism? You might be thinking, isn't capitalism always all stakeholder? You know, I mean, isn't that like the basis of like, you know, public businesses and stuff? No, those sure. are shareholders. That's shareholder oh. capitalism. Stakeholder oh. is something different. So, uh, okay. What's different? And and it and it's and it's from guess who? Klaus Schwab, Klaus Schwab? from the World Economic Forum. So, uh, he wrote a book called "Stakeholder Capitalism: A Global Economy That Works for Progress, People, and Planet." Progress, governance, people, social, planet, environmental. ESG. Uh, 
The stakeholder concept goes a long way back, more than 50 years. I first, first blah, 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 blah. Um, it was quite natural for a company and CEO to consider not just shareholders, but everyone who has a stake in the success of a firm. That is the core of stakeholder capitalism. It is a form of capitalism in which companies do not only optimize short-term profits for shareholders, but seek long-term value creation by taking into account the needs of all their stakeholders and society at large. So what are their stakeholders? Well, there's the shareholders. So they're, they're in there. So that's good. Okay. There's also the economy. There's lenders. There's state and society. There's customers. There's suppliers. And there's employees. Okay. Those are all stakeholders. So basically, this is, it takes a village capitalism. You know? I mean, that's the best way to do it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> listen to this. Okay. In subsequent years, the stakeholder concept was adopted most prominently in the social democracies of Northern and Western Europe, including Sweden, Denmark, Finland, the Netherlands, Belgium, and Germany. Yeah. It led there, There's among other effects, to a tripartite system of collective labor negotiations, including company management, employees, and government. Don't you want more government in your business? I know I do. Yes. And it contributed sure. to the welfare state in which companies and employees paid their fair share of taxes to fund public education, health care, and social security. Awesome. I love the fair share of taxes concept. It's so not theft. Um, this system did adapt as decades went by, and it lives on to various degrees in these countries. But as a global organizing principle for business, the stakeholder concept competed head-on with Chicago University economist Milton Friedman's notion of shareholder primacy. Boo! Milton Friedman sucks! It held that the business of business is business. A novel concept. Or as he little, literally wrote, the social responsibility of company is to make profits. And the stakeholder approach ultimately lost out. Shareholder capitalism became the norm across the West as companies globalized, loosening their ties with local communities and national governments and focusing instead on maximizing short-term profits for shareholders in competitive global markets. They, they, they're acting like globalism... It's just a fault of shareholder capitalism. You know, not our influence for decades and, uh, and um, you know, the, the, the appeal of slave labor in countries like China who don't care about their people. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. This was, this was just shareholder capitalism, and they, they globalized yeah. and they lost ties with their local communities and national governments, and they just maximize short-term profits for shareholders. No, no, all of this has been planned for decades. That's a conspiracy theory. So, and then they're saying today the stakeholder concept is ready for a comeback. Okay, good. Here's the best part. Listen to this. Okay. The most important characteristic of the stakeholder model today is that the stakes of our system are now more clearly global. But you just said that globalism was a bad thing. That it was, it was something that shareholder capitalism led us to. And, uh, well, listen, and, and it was not positive. It's, listen, communism is only bad because the right communism wasn't working. We, we just haven't done the right communism yet. 
right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the planet is um, what was once seen as externalities in national economic policy, making an individual corporate decision uh, will, will now need to be incorporated or internalized in the operations of every government, company, community, and individual. The planet is thus the center of the global economic system, and its health should be optimized in the decisions made by all other stakeholders. So everybody has to prioritize the planet. The same interconnectedness can be observed for the people who live on the planet. The well-being of people in one society affects that of those in another, and it's incumbent on all of us as global citizens to optimize the well-being of all. Failing to do so will inevitably come back to harm us. Uh, well, that's clearly anti... I mean, you can see why they hate the America First movement. Sure. Because if you're only focusing on America, you're doing, a, inju- you're doing an injustice to the people of, another, of other countries. Clearly. Now, how, how is this playing out? So this is, this is what stakeholder capitalism is. It's, 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 it's who cares about the shareholders? Who cares about profits? We need to, ser- you know, we need to be concerned about everybody and thus fail at doing our job, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, um, now, how, how, does that, how does that play out? So you saw, you're seeing the runaround on you know on um cryptocurrency and and platforms like that uh did you sure. did you hear about remington uh, uh so uh the gun maker yeah the gun the gun maker they okay. um say that again what do you say the gun maker right yeah, yeah the gun maker they were in a lawsuit um the 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 some of the citizens of sandy hook we're suing them for making the guns that killed their kids. Okay. Right? Which is complete nonsense. Sure. Because the guns didn't just come up and kill them, you know? This isn't Boston Dynamics, you know, robot coming and murdering the whole thing. It's completely different. Excuse me. Completely different. But they were still running it through the court systems. And somehow it didn't get kicked out for being ridiculous. Yeah. And so they uh um they settled uh this week. They settled. You know, you'd think that the company would push it all the way to the Supreme Court. Right? Yeah. Well, if you look into it a little bit deeper, you realize they didn't the company didn't settle. The insurance company that insures them settled. Apparently okay. the company do, was doing really bad somehow, and uh, they, they 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 went bankrupt, which is odd because gun sales are like, you know, soaring. Yeah, but and, who's uh, buying Remington's? Yeah, I guess that's the I guess that's the deal. They just the the name lost its. Yeah, Remington's not a big name. It's not. Yeah. You know, I'm just saying. It's true. I mean, it was. It was, but I guess not anymore. Um, okay. But either way, you know, okay, okay, baby. yeah, true, true. That is the nature of free market capitalism. But uh, we don't live in a free market. So the insurance company settled. Now, 
with when you consider ESG being implemented everywhere, and it is, and it's being pushed on um, companies by governments and uh, and you know, um, and and companies like uh, insurance companies. So like, think about this, okay? Uh, a do you think a gun manufacturer is going to have a good uh, ESG score? Well, of course, because we love guns. No, 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 no. We love guns because we're American. Well, we do. Yeah, the World China Economic Forum. Dictatorships hate guns because that gives yeah. them the chance to fight back. Exactly. So the World Economic Forum and its cronies don't like it. So it's going to have a low ESG score. And and with this settlement, you know, uh, gun manufacturers are going to be more and more, there's going to be much more litigation. So they're going to have a low ESG score, which is being pushed down companies' throats. Um, and, and, and really just adopted because, you know, they're all they're not all but they're they're very integrated sure. um then you've got the the threat of litigation now that you know now that everybody sees the blood in the water they're just they're just gonna settle yeah do you think do you think insurance companies are gonna be more or less motivated to insure gum companies a little bit less i think yeah so, there. I mean, this is just another runaround. This, this is the runaround in the second, the Second Amendment. I mean, yeah, you can have your guns, but where are you going to buy a gun? There's no more gun manufacturers because yeah. it's too costly to be a gun manufacturer. You can't yeah. get insurance, or the insurance premiums are so <laughs> ridiculous. And you're and it's you're getting litigated out the wazoo constantly by people who are upset that somebody died by your guns and that somehow that's made it into the legal system at all. Yep. This is the great reset. It, they're running around all the institutions, all the protections of our constitution. They're just doing it in a backhanded, back channeled you know, um, you know, economic ways. Yeah. It's just a way to get away around the constitution. It's a way to get around, you know, the government enforcing this or doing this to us. Who just jumped in here? Who, who, who that, who that dog? See, we got, uh, follows from nasty Naz and Fabian Liberty. Hell what yeah. Up? Welcome to the, uh, to the Rube empire citizens welcome you bunch of rubes but yeah i mean they're gonna do everything they possibly can to erode any company which it, which in turn is going to erode our ability to get uh whoa whoa hero who else we got in there hero 24x oh. also welcome to the rube empire citizen just blow, just blowing up today but uh no i mean it, they're gonna do anything they can to erode our constitution because in a long way, right? This is the great reset. This is globalism 100%, which the antithesis of globalism is the United States constitution, the way it's written um, to usurp this stupidity. But 
we've forgotten what the Constitution is. We've forgotten what our rights are. And uh, if I take out the manufacturer that, uh, or take out the businesses I don't like that help you ensure your freedoms, well, I didn't do it. The government didn't do it. It was the ESG, man. It was our Chinese credit score, right, bro? Yep. Right? Yep. And then nobody gets in trouble, mm-hmm. you know? So that, that's that's the terrifying thing to me. But yeah, I, yeah I, no, I'm with you on this, man. I am terrified of this. Because it's, and it's not, I mean, that's just guns and, and cryptocurrency and, 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 and give, send, go. You know mm-hmm. this is happening on every other level, too. Yeah. And that and that ESG social credit score, that's, that's a, a business thing. It will come to us on a personal level, too. And then we're already sure. seeing it. You know, it's illegal in Canada to go and bring food and gas to the truckers. Yeah. Like, they're arresting people. They're arresting people who gave a thumb. They're arresting us. They arrested a seventy-nine-year-old man who gave a thumbs up and honked a couple of times. To, but to uh, be the fair, and to be fair, people, there there's so many people bucking that right now, though. For every person they arrest, there's like three other people oh, that sure. do the op. You know what I mean? And that, that's that's kind of a that's that's one thing that we need to do for sure. Peaceful protests, civil disobedience. The, the most civil disobedience. I mean, Martin Luther King Jr. style civil disobedience. Getting violent only plays into their hands. Yep. So go have a party protesting, you know, tyranny and let them be the aggressors and, and, and see how much, how much more support you get when that's the case. Yep. Shadow Warden. We're getting all the follows today. Welcome. Let's to go, the baby. Empire. And then people trying to get people trying to get educated around here. You know what I mean? <laughs> For sure. The other the other uh, thing that we can do is um, we need to alert our state senators to ESG. We need to educate them on what it is because they probably have never heard of it. Or they're um, and then we need to them it. to draft bills to make it illegal. Because this is not the free market at play. This is the unholy, um, the unholy marriage of government and business yet again, wielding its ugly, divisive, satanic works. And then um, I think Cong- there, are, I think Congress is already uh, working on a. Um, there's some there's some bill already in in the federal Congress, and Shiranosha, welcome to the the Rube Empire. Uh, everybody's blown up today man enjoy citizenship Fools, mate. Huh? yeah for sure uh yeah so here's here's my i'm gonna piggyback on what you're saying on my final thought okay with so another another thought process and i'll let you take it home um you say warn your congressman i, I think congressmen know about this they already know it's coming and i'm gonna give you the perfect uh, example of it okay uh the poster boy, good old uh, Crenshaw, who okay. I have railed yes. against from jump. The um, World Economic Forum congressman? Yes. They do know. The ones that have been vetted and trained by the World Economic Forum, 100% they do know. Dan Crenshaw knows about this. And yeah, he's okay sure. with it. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, and but... he'll be out there. He, like, okay. So Glenn Beck's been talking about this a lot, and he's been going around trying to 
teach people about it. Um, and so has, uh, and James Lindsay has been doing the same thing with, with, um, with CRT and CRT is just the, uh, um, oh yeah, Tulsi is part of that group. Um, so mm -hmm. get her out of there. Um, and that's the thing it, it, to, 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 and let me, let me finish thought though, but it, here's the thing. The problem is this, um, People like Tulsi are going to. This, this is why you've got to be. This is why you have to be realistic about Fox News. Okay, you got to be realistic. Okay, Fox News plays two. They play one truth in a lie. Or here's the thing. This is all. I've always said this on the show. Okay, CNN is three lies and no truths. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, MSNBC is one truth, one half truth, and two and a half lies. Okay. Fox News is one truth and two lies. All three of those situations, even though they're so diametrically opposed, they're still part of the same machine. They're still part of the same coin. They're still part of the same reality. It is propaganda. So you, you have to be mindful of this. So when you see a, a I'm just going to say it, a smoking hot congresswoman, which is rare to, to see, okay, show up, aka Tulsi Gabbard, and she flips the hair and gives you the deep. She's got voice. that rogue stripe. <laughs> I do like the rogue stripe. She's been pulling that off lately. I'm like, oh no, yeah, no yeah. Doubt. That's pretty cool. And she's <laughs> like, yes, I'm against war. Okay, mm -hmm. cool. You're against war. I'm and really I'm glad you're against war. And look, Problem. I'm going to stop go my campaign to go do my service in the military. Yeah, love me, love yeah. me, love me. But I'll still kill your babies. Mm -hmm. and I'm part of that economic forum that really wants to usher in the new world order. Oh, and everybody on the island loves me because I'm kind of really left like them. The difference, though, is I wanted to be president, so now I'm going to crap talk to Democrats because I was smart enough to smell the fragrance of the room and nobody likes Democrats. So don't get, mis don't get duped by the hotness. Okay, It is what it is. It's what happened to AOC. These Democrats are like, oh, she's amazing because she's got knockers. Like, you, you got to be smarter than this, right? You just got to be smarter than this. Same thing with Dan Crenshaw, okay? On this show, have I ever gargled for Dan Crenshaw on this show? Think about this. No, I don't think you have. I, I have, have always been like, but I've got an eye patch, Mara. I was on SNL, man. They, they apologized to me. Because they realized that I was in the club, bro. <laughs> I'm I'm with Charles Schwab, man. And was and, that and, what you know, I sat down with Crowder, and was I did a change you your mind, you know. And these people will do this to you, and the people that try the hardest are the ones you gotta watch, the ones that are like, oh, I'm a moderate, I'm a moderate like you guys, but. Here's the problem. Look at Dan Crenshaw's voting record. He votes with Dems all the time. Just this weekend. Did you see the picture I sent you of your boy Crenshaw? Yeah. yeah. Charlie uh, Kurt and him are yeah. at the same event speaking, which that's another thing you need to watch out for Charlie Kirk. He's not a good guy either, but I'll get to him in a little bit. Go to the same event. Charlie Kirk's picture, everybody doesn't have a mask on. But Dan Crenshaw's picture at a Republican get-together. 
the same the mascot. Too. Same people. Same kids. Same people. He makes the mascot. Like a one bitch. of the first things, yeah, literally, one of the first things Jesus tells us to be <laughs> is gentle as doves and as shrewd as serpents, and to watch out for wolves and sheep clothing. It's one of the first things he tells us to do in Matthew. Like, watch out for these fools, because they, they will lie to you. It's like, listen, anybody that, like, they'll tickle your ears with a few things that you like. Crenshaw's not a big war guy either. But guess what? <laughs> they're, they're all part of the system in the game. Charlie Kirk is like, yeah, man, Republicans are great. We're amazing. And, they, and he'll own some libs. But then he's all for that LGBTQ45678223 agenda, which is antithetical to conservativeness or truth or reality. And guess what? Guess what LGBTQ is eventually going to let in? The letter P for pedophile. They're going to let those guys in soon, too. And Charlie's going to be like, yeah, but they vote red and they're conservative. You know, they're not bad. They're not bad people. You got to be mindful of these people. Even Alex Jones. I love Alex Jones. I have told you guys that from jump. The guy is right on really, really big things way more often than he's actually wrong. Okay. And the thing that they're like, oh, well, what about Sandy Hook? And, and what about the gay frogs? Well, there's a lot of shady stuff around Sandy Hook. I'm glad you brought that up earlier, by the way, Matt. And um, guess what? The, the, the study turned the frogs, they neutered them. I mean, they, they were pretty, pretty good, you know? But here's the problem with Alex Jones. He's still a Freemason. He is a Freemason. 33 degrees of Freemasons is, is order from chaos. And they'll use any, and they'll give you two truths, but they've always got a lie in there. So you have to be mindful of this. This is what discernment's all about. So when we're going through this stuff, and we, and Dan Crenshaw goes up there and says, hey, this is just going to help businesses be better businesses. So we're going to give them a social justice score because we, we gotta, we gotta give the left something guys. And when Tulsi shakes those things out there with her rogue hair and she says, hey, I'm just trying to branch with the middle. Let's just do a social justice score. Let's just let's just make sure that uh, our, our banks are, you know, complying with uh, our new regulation. Be mindful of all this stuff and don't trust it. Fox News is not your friend. Fox News is just as deadly and just as poisonous as MSNBC. And I say that as a guy who enjoys Infowars and I enjoy the Daily Wire. But Shapiro's got some bad things in his situation too. Matt Walsh, all those guys at Daily Wire, there's some questionable things in there. And they love them some Tulsi, and they love them some Dan Crenshaw. And I'm not going to tell you that, you know, they're the best discernment people. But what I'm telling you is this. When you're going through the news or you're going through these politicians and so on and so forth, be mindful of what they do. And probably my favorite politician right now is the great state, the governor of the greatest state in America, Okay. We love our boy down here. We love Ronnie Boy. We love Ron DeSantis. But here's the problem. I'm terrified what he's going to do at the federal level because that bro has never said a thing, a thing about abortion. Not one thing. Not one. And magically, people change when they get in that federal seat and that federal power. Now, the good news is his wife was born in Troy, Ohio, which is my hometown. So maybe there's some saving grace. Maybe what he's getting on top of every day has some good sense on her. You know what I mean? She comes from a good That's family. what I've heard is that she's even more 
radical, a radical yes. right winger than he is. It's weird because she's from uh, Troy, Ohio, which is the most red county in the state of in, in the uh, state of Ohio, which is really fun, which is funny. I didn't really even realize that till the other day. I was like, no wonder I like her so much. And uh, her family is the Black family. Yeah, her last name is Black, and I'm like, that's a good family in Troy. But here's the thing, like. Y'all got to be aware of all these people we put in power, and they're there for a reason. And also keep in mind who gets the most heat. Notice that Jane Crenshaw never gets ripped by the left. Yeah. The one time he did, they apologized. They apologized. Is that what tipped you off? Is that they apologized? Um, what tipped me off to him was he always concedes to the middle. His His stance is the middle. When you are always playing to the middle, if you're – if your default word is but, I have concerns about you. Just like I would have concerns with like Evangelio Fish pastors. Okay. It's like JD Greer. It's like, oh, we, we, you know, Bible's inerrant. We love Jesus as Lord. But when you throw the but in there, my spidey sense goes way up. And you give people enough time, they're going to show you exactly who they are. Um, but yeah, one of the, S- the SNL thing. Have you ever seen them apologize to a Republican for anything? No. Ever. No. Ever. The moment that they're like, oh, he's one of our guys. Sorry, he's one of our plants. My bad, y'all. My bad. Now, Alex Jones, they've completely banned him, blah, 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 blah. But he still shows up a lot on Tucker. He still shows up on those mainstream platforms kind of he's kind of like their um he's kind of like the guy who uh gets into a gang gets beat up just so he can infiltrate the gang you know he's an undercover cop type thing you know what i mean so but he'll drop some knowledge on you that's true and you got to take that grain of salt and and use it to your advantage you know you know what do you say Um, about this huh Uh, here 24x says this is all coming off like mega william f buckley type stuff basically where he you know basically tears apart our own side yeah no, hundred percent. Crenshaw that? is Crenshaw, and the other thing, the other one is Ted Cruz, right? Like, I never diss Ted Cruz, but it's like that's what makes me leery. The same thing with Glenn Beck. It's like Glenn comes from that same camp. He's a Fox News guy. Well, he was a CNN guy, then a Fox News guy. There, at some level, he's but he in left on the play. both places to. He left both huh? places because of the. I mean, his claim is that he left both places because they wanted to control what he had to say too much yeah I, here, here's the problem and you know this is going to sound you know to the world people are going to be like oh you're so intolerant if you're a mormon i'm sorry there, there's a lot of deception already in that cult so i, I just i am very leery of, of cats that come from that place so now there, there's going to be grains of truth i always made fun of glenn beck because he was like a week later alex jones <laughs> He'd be like, hey, what's Alex playing? That's what I'm going to run this week. You know what I mean? Like, I, it was kind of funny. Like, five years ago, you could watch that happening. But, like, I think we just have to be mindful of all these people they're putting in front of us. That's why I love the show. That's why I love doing the shows because you're going to have people that realistically can see this stuff and smell the stuff out. Like, we haven't had to backtrack on many things. The only thing that I've had to backtrack on this show was the uh, California prediction. But I'm still I'm still calling BS, and I still think that they won. It's just a rigged election, but it is what it is. Um, 
if that makes sense. But that's my final thought is just be mindful of as they put these social scores in, as they start lying to you and being wrong again and a freaking again and a freaking again, be mindful of this. And your boy Crenshaw, sorry, another side note, he's pushing hard for the Russian, you know, back in the Ukrainians. He's all about that. That's, a, mm-hmm. that's another dead giveaway if you're for the war. Because what's funny is Crenshaw came in as a non-war guy, but all of a sudden he's okay with it, mm-hmm. you know, defending Ukraine. Now Tulsi's been smarter in the deception where she's still like, yeah, I'm anti-war. But that's what they do to you, man. But yeah, just be mindful of that. That's my final thought. Sorry about that. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll add to that in that um... – we criticize the left all the time. I mean, that's the oh, yeah. bulk of our show. Here, you're new to the show. About 90% of our show is the left. <laughs> but you have to understand, I want you to think back to Republican-controlled governments for decades past. Yeah. Where has it gotten us? Nowhere. The, the, we the always honest... slide more and more left. Maybe Every it's time. slower. You know, but it's still Listen, happening. You, you got to be mindful of it, right? Like even Trump, I love Trump. I was the number one Trump guy on this show mm-hmm. from, from the jump. Okay. Now, why don't I like Trump? I like Trump because he was an outsider. He was outside of the game. Because here's the thing. Here's the deal. And, and if you're coming new to the show, like, yeah, I'm roasting conservatives because at the end of the day, the Republican, oh, here's the problem. Conservatives. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the problem: the dynamic is not left and right. If you think it's left and right, you're already deceived. Okay, you are. You you have fallen for the game. They want you to think it's left and right. It's never been left and right. The one thing Alex Jones let out of the, the, the let the bag the cat out of the bag is it's globalists and everybody else. Every time, it's globalism versus everyone else. I will trust you when you make non-globalist moves. Trump was America first in his speech. And then when he got voted in, he did that weird thing that no politician's ever done. And he actually did the things he said he was going to do. And he got nuclear heat from the right and the left, right? Which they're the same side. And the thing is, this is why we get played into the... uh, right and left paradigm all the time well, we, we get pulled we, into this it's an illusion pulled into it is an illusion go ahead I, I would disagree slightly right and left isn't an illusion but it's not the playing field that we're told it is it's not republican versus democrat it's because i mean he, he hero says it himself he says one reason it went nowhere is because establishment gop non-trump non-populist gop is very controlled that's exactly what we're saying. And we're That's pointing we're out the people who are controlled. Yes. Like, you think this guy is on your side? He is not. Listen, Dan Crenshaw is an illusion. He's yes. not real. And what's more dangerous than a lefty is a guy that says he's your ally, but he has a, a knife to your back. That's exactly. a more dangerous person. Go ahead. The right and left paradigm is authoritarianism, authoritarianism tyranny, Versus freedom. Sure. Glo- the left is globalism. The left is tyranny. And the right is freedom. 
and it's what it, should it doesn't be. matter if there's an R or D next to their name. Most likely, they're authoritarians. Sure, but that, because that's they want to enrich I, I themselves. Think, no, and, and, and trust me, I listen. Here, here's what I'm. This is what I'm getting at. And and you're and here I this you're coming late into the conversations. This you got to grasp what I'm coming from. Okay, the people that they hate on the most, either one have something against them and they get Epstein or Killeried. Mm-hmm. Okay, or they keep you alive and they really kind of come after you. Okay, Trump Make was an, an insider. Out of you. He, huh? Make an example out of you. Exactly, Roger Stone. You just gave a, a perfect example. Okay. Here it is. Roger Stone, who who is a Nixon guy. Let's get real. He's a Nixon guy. Okay. And I'm not saying Nixon was is good. He I don't I think he was okay. I don't think he's as bad as especially in light of what's going on. Watergate looks like a slap on the wrist compared to what's happening nowadays. You know what I mean? Um, but you gotta be mindful of who they protect and who they come after. What why do they never come after Ted Cruz? Think about this. He's the fly in their ointment, right? He, they never really come after him. Why do they never come after uh, uh, who's the, who's the head of the Republican side right now on the in the Senate? The Kentucky dude, um, slapstick. What's his name? Jeez, oh, uh, Mitch again? McConnell. They never oh, come after Mitch McConnell, ever. Good old turtleneck. They, they never come after him. The people they genuinely come after, that's the person I'm probably looking at, like. Mm, they're probably legit. Rand Paul, Ron Paul. Let's get real. Why have they shut down Rand Paul's Twitter? He's a doctor. He's a doctor. Why is he shut down? Because he was telling the truth. Why do they dismiss Ron Paul and the Republican Party over and over and over and over again? Because he brought those weird libertarian ideas in there. Why did they come after Trump so hard? Because he actually did the things he said he was going to do, and they weren't globalist ideas. Like, be mindful of the people they come after. For example, DeSantis. They come after DeSantis a lot. Now, he's smart, and he just does the Trump playbook, which is, you're a coward. You're not going to do anything to me, and I'm going to keep going. And guess what? Weak people fold. They fold in the reality of strength. And DeSantis is doing a really, really good job. Now, we've only seen how long of, of Ron DeSantis. Now, what we've seen has been really good. Would you disagree? I think it's been really good. Yeah, it's been mostly excellent dude this two years no problems the only problem i had with him is that he actually complied with the 15 days to slow the curve for like four weeks and then he's like yeah this is stupid look at the look at the math you're smart and they came after him for it but here's the thing i don't need to tell you that the left sucks does anyone need to be told that at this point like think about that think especially in this audience especially the plausible foolishness audience the reality of the situation is, is, do I need to tell you that AOC isn't a real politician? We even said it on the show. We, we thought that Trump paid her to just exist so that <laughs> she could be the trope that he uses mm-hmm. to pummel. Does that make sense? Like, I still believe that. You know what I mean? I still believe that. You know, I don't need to tell you that Ilan Omar is probably a Muslim plant or, an, a, a, sorry, an Islamic plant. I don't got to tell you that. She's got ties to it. Look at her record. She married her brother like twice to get in here. All right? Nobody talks about that. 
do I need to tell you that Nancy Pelosi is messed up when she's saying put a mask on and then she goes into a beauty salon and then magically she's worth like $141 million with a salary of 200000 How is that possible? She, Come on. Do, how do you – do I need to tell you that Joe Biden is a puppet at this point? Do I need to tell you that he's a racist after all the things he's done? Do I need to go through the list of this? We've been, trust me, if you've been on Possible Foolishness for more than two seconds, we've got a long history. What is this, episode 243? We've talked about this at nauseum, true or false. Yeah. Like we, we, we have crushed these people and we called them out from the beginning. But what I'm getting at is this that like Jesus never had to tell you that evil people were evil. Think about that. Mm-hmm. What he had to tell you is that you were evil too, <laughs> right? Because the dangerous for sure. thing for every person that calls himself a Christian is, I'm not as bad as the other guy. I'm not as bad as Hitler. Yeah, you are. You're just as rotten. You're just as evil and desperately in need of Jesus Christ, period. But Jesus had to remind you that you're evil. But on top of that, he had to remind you the people that come as sheep that are in wolf's clothing, which is super important. He didn't have to tell you that the devil's out there. The devil's out there all the time. He's roaming like a lion, seeking who he, seeking who he may devour. I ain't gonna tell you that, but I do have to tell you that you're rotten, and I also gonna tell you the person that's gonna come aside you and tell you that he's all there for you. I'm Dan Crenshaw. I'm there for you, but put your mask on, please. I'm there for you, but I'm gonna vote for all the Democrats. I'm there for you, but uh, what's that, Daddy, Daddy Schwab, Klaus Schwab? What do you want me to do? Those are the things I need you to be aware of. Listen, I, I love Tucker. He's got a great commentary on things, but he's from California. No offense, and I'm not dissing everybody from California, but you got to be mindful of those cats. They're a different deal. If you think Sean Hannity's out there to look out for you, you're high. You're high. Sorry. It, 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 if you think that Alex Jones is, is not lying at some point, you're high too. But what we always say on this show is what? Research everything that we say, true or false. Don't trust us. I don't want you to trust the mad scientist, Matt. Even though he is the sexiest man alive, he has a silky smooth voice, and he can make a Wolverine purr, okay? He's that that gorgeous. But don't trust anything that he's saying. Verify it. You're listening to the strong one, the people's champ, the people's choice, the guy who got kicked off of TikTok numerous times. Clearly, they didn't want to hear what I had to say. So there's there's my badge of honor, right? But here's the reality. Don't trust a word of what I'm saying. Look up the Bible verses I'm telling you. I didn't even realize until like four years ago, Jesus told me to be as shrewd as a snake, <laughs> right? I was like, Jesus, happy Jesus? He would never tell me to be as shrewd as a snake. Oh, wait. Happy Jesus said I didn't come to unite. I actually came to divide. To the point where father would turn on son and daughter would turn on mother? I didn't come with joy. I came here with a sword. Gentle Jesus, just the little, the little, the, the little guy who just takes care of my heart and has no dominion outside of my heart, right? Sweet, gentle Jesus with long, flowing blonde hair and blue eyes. You got to be mindful of this stuff. You got to be awake. Or people will take you for a ride, and you'll believe stuff. You'll believe George Bush was looking out for you. That's globalist number one. He ran against another guy named John Kerry. They were in the same freaking fraternity at Yale. Skull and bones. Look it up. 
they they called him out on that on the campaign trail. They're like, I mean, what's the difference between you two? There, there wasn't. There wasn't a difference. We literally were sold that John McCain was different than Obama. What did John McCain do? His last act before he died. Did he vote for Obamacare that made it happen? Yep. I mean, remember, we were sold the uh, the Mormon guy who's a super right-wing guy who looked really cool. Uh, what, what, what was his name that ran against Obama the second time? Who ran against uh, Obama? Uh, that was uh, Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney. He's just a super conservative until you look at his past. He actually wrote Obamacare when he was a Democrat. And then, oh, now he's a conservative. Now he lives in Utah. And then he stabbed Trump in the back. His, he voted to impeach Trump. <laughs> conservative. You got to be awake, even on your side. Even when I'm saying, don't trust a word that I'm saying. I'm just some slap dick on a on a computer screen. Do not, do not trust me. Don't trust me. And here's the thing too, as much as I want to trust Trump, because I've seen how much they come after him, you got to trust but verify him too. You got to. Has he been the best president of my lifetime? Absolutely. Will I vote for him again? Absolutely. I will vote for him a third time when he wins a third time. I'll do it. it is what it is. I'm with that. I'll vote for, for, for DeSantis. But the moment these guys start acting like fools, the moment that they start uh, wink, wink, nod, nod, game's over. That's my final thought. Sorry, that's how you keep them tape. in check. That's, that's how you keep the government of the people, by the people, and for the people, by calling them out whenever they do something wrong. <laughs> the NRA. Okay. I mean, this guy's getting real angry because you're saying Why? what you're saying. And to be honest, it's because he worships at the altar of the Republican Party. Yeah, and, and, and listen, everybody has their idol. Yep. Okay, again, everybody has their idol. I busted one of my friend's balls about race the other day. I told him, I was like, listen, <laughs> that's your idol, not mine, okay? If the Republican Party's your idol, cool. But the Republican Party told you that weapons of mass destruction were real. It wasn't. The Republican Party further <laughs> claims that it didn't want a bunch of debt, and then it did. What I'm trying to, to get you to do, instead of trust but verify, is verify, then trust. There's a yes. big difference. But to each his own, and I worship Jesus Christ alone. Everybody else is a sinful, rot, rotten wretch like me. But yeah, there you go. Amen, brother. <laughs> wrong is wrong, no matter whose mouth it comes out of. Amen. Amen. On that brother. note, you've been watching Plausible Foolishness, the home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and please support our channel by paying those taxes. Links down below. And we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday at 9.30 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash plausible foolishness youtube facebook live instagram rumble minds.com anywhere you can get a podcast and that's about it i messed that up but i don't care peace out god bless see you tuesday let's go brandon